it was different because now I was more approachable. You know, I feel like that freedom, that energy, that I just want to exist made men want to exist in front of me. And it's fun. It's very freeing. Mm -hmm. And and it's not even about being pretty, ugly, fat, thin, athletic. It's just an energy you give off. It's people being receptive to it and giving back what you're putting out there. It's, it's, it's a different form of law of attraction, in my opinion. I, you can, you know more than me, but that's how it's starting to make sense, and I'm starting to get it now. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to The Claimed Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host, and let me tell you a little bit about myself if you're new to the podcast. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach, and I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract and keep committed masculine men or women who are already in relationships but want to change that feminine masculine polarity in their relationship. Claimed listeners and followers. Today, I have a really special guest with me. Her name is Natalia, and she's calling all the way from New York. And she has been a client of mine. She's been a customer Ooh. in the Claimed Group Coaching Program, and she's here to tell you her story and the results that she, she's seen. So, Natalia, welcome. I'm super excited to have you here. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here. Well, I think the best way to describe why I was here is actually in that uh, first introduction little video uh, that you had us do in the in the claimed group for the Facebook, where I said I kept meeting little bitches <laughs> for men. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, and, and not and not because um, I think ill of men, because I really don't. I've never I never thought poorly of men. I really struggled dating for like the last nine, 10 years, to be honest with you. Um, I'm 30. So, you know, I'm not that old, but everything else in my life was coming together. Career, finances, life experiences, a lot of, you know, the different gardens of life were starting to, you know, fill and come whole. But when it came to relationships, it was just this huge void of hurt and empty. And, and I was just trying to figure out what it was about me. And I never thought like there is no good men. I always thought, why wasn't I good enough to have a good man? So it was a very inflected version of of a sob story of why can't I be enough? And, um, I was on YouTube and I was looking up like self-esteem, you know, how to date better, like video clips. And I, I've been doing like a lot of like personal development work. And then you popped up. And um, I think the title of the pod call or podcast interview that you did said femininity and masculinity. It was, it was like the little thumbnail. And um, I read that and I'm like, that's that's kind of a weird topic. And my aunt, my tita, my tita Donna, Aunt Donna, she goes... You know, you always need to start being more feminine with men. And when I read that, like femininity, masculinity, like her little voice popped in my head. So I clicked on the the little YouTube thing and I just listened to your, your pod call or pod interview. 
And I just liked you, to be honest with you. I liked how you were spunky. You're very direct, but very fun. And I'm like, oh, this, this chick, I like her. She's cool. And then I really, uh, really enjoyed what you were saying, to be honest with you. And it kind of like made me more interested. And I ended up watching the full like 50 minutes of your little interview. So that's how I kind of came across you and your program. Yeah. And then I wow. Googled you, started looking more. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just to summarize, you're, summarize, you're emitting little bitches for men. <laughs> And yes. uh, not that you disrespected men, but they're all little bitches uh, running around. <laughs> and you've had, you've kind of, you know, built a life for yourself and you were very stable and strong on many different aspects of your life. But some something about relationships wasn't clicking and you were struggling for many years to date. And in that aspect, you said, you know, there was a void of hurt and emptiness. And what was it about me? And why wasn't I good enough to meet good men? So that that's kind of where your journey started. And so mm-hmm. you watch the YouTube podcast. I don't even know what, what you're talking about because I know, like, I think you're talking about some of the interviews that I did where I was interviewed by someone else and that was yes. on YouTube. Okay. I don't even yeah. know. I, I know there's like two or three. So that's really interesting that you found me that way, which is, yeah, it's a good sign though. So tell me more about that. So at the end of the interview, I guess you you just started looking me up. And did you sign up for the webinar on how to attract your committed masculine man? Uh, so you started talking about like polarity and like the dynamics of like what makes a woman a woman and like just what what, what that feminine essence was and, and how there's always like this dance. And um, I kind of started looking at myself a little bit differently. And I started thinking about what my aunt would say to me, you know, she would say, you know, you need to let guys help you. And, you know, she would say, you know, you have this awesome business, you you make fantastic money, but you scare guys away. And it was really interesting having you talk about these topics that I was struggling with mm-hmm. in that little uh, interview. And so then I, I tried finding more of you and I really couldn't, there wasn't that many. And then that led me to your webinar. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to the webinar and I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. I, I don't know if I buy this shit. And I was like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> All right. But you had the the discovery call. And I it, it was Becca, I think, was my first one. And I was like, whatever, it's free. Okay, come on, Natalie. Like, you've done stupid shit before. What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> and I did it. And just talking to Becca was awesome. And it, it was really eye-opening. And it was actually, like, soothing. And it felt right. And I, I was debating on going back to therapy because, you know, I, I had some really shitty relationships and just, you know, therapy was awesome because it was a place to just figure shit out, you know? So Becca said how much your program was. And I was like, hang on, let me get a calculator. So like I did the math and I was like, well, if I did two therapy sessions a week for 10 weeks, it comes out to the exact same amount. <laughs> I'm like... Well, I did therapy once. Why not try something new? So I was like, eh, fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love how precise you're about, you are about this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me more about that discovery call, Natalie. And, you know, for everybody listening, I now have um, a team of women who take these discovery calls. Uh, so it's not me, but it's someone else, which doesn't make a difference because, as you see, Natalia had an awesome call. So when you say, you know, I had an awesome call with Becca, it was soothing, I felt, oh, it felt great. Tell me more about what happened on that call and what motivated you to actually, 
you know, enroll in the program. If you remember, of course. Oh, no, I definitely remember. Um, yeah. I mean, I even grabbed a calculator to like <laughs> confirm on a like a logical level, right? right. <laughs> like the motion was there, but I needed some logic to back it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I did therapy once in my early 20s after a very um, just unhealthy relationship. And I, and I wasn't innocent by any means looking back on that relationship, but it was very toxic. And so I, I went through therapy once and it, it was amazing, leaps and bounds, right? But there was something internal that it didn't solve or did not give me tools to figure out and solve. And when I was with Becca and she kind of like had me close my eyes and kind of like bring about this like internal feeling when she had me drop in and kind of walk me through that, that process that you, you take, you know, your clients us through. But when she had me sit there and drop in and I was able to speak from a place from within rather than a very structured setting and speak from a place of logic and this event happened, this event happened, this is what happened because of that event. I just felt different. So when Becca had me drop in and really kind of triggered this pit in my stomach that was really empty and always stirring that I didn't know, it was kind of like, oh, wow, that was in there. It, it was very insightful for me. It was, it was like this layer of awareness. I've been trying to figure out, but I couldn't. I didn't know how to. And I, I do a lot of yoga. In my college years, I used to, I used to teach yoga, you know, so yoga was was a very big part of my life, but still there was something like internal I, c- I could never connect to. And I can't understand why even till this day, but the second Becca like sat with me and walked me through just this process of exploring inside, I felt better. And I was like, oh my gosh, that that feeling of hurt is still there. Like, I, I didn't even know this, this pain was inside me. Like, I, I've been doing all these great things almost to keep busy and distract myself. You know, business is amazing, especially when you own your own business, because it keeps you so distracted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Tell me you, about you, don't, yeah. you don't have a second to, like, feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because there's these other gratifications that are occurring. So, like, that internal pain sometimes gets, you know, numbed out. And... uh I didn't realize it's it's it was there. It's still been there. That was the stir for these last 10 years that I've been trying to figure out. And I felt closer to understanding it in my discovery call with Becca. And then I grabbed the calculator and then I signed up. <laughs> and then you signed up on the call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's something inside that kind of got touched that, you know, very kind of tender place that for you was something new that you haven't experienced, then it might have been, you know, the point of connection for you. And so from here, my question is to you, Natalie, Natalia, Natalie. Either one is fine. He's like, you know, there's so many women listening to this and um, a lot of them perhaps have been on a discovery call. And there's a lot of women who, I mean, there's a lot of women who do sign up for the program and some of them do not sign up. So what do you feel like made you really go for it? you know, invest in yourself, say yes, sign up on the call and jump into this experience? Maybe perfectly transparent. Had I came across you maybe two years ago, three years ago, I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. The last two, three years, I've honestly been working on just my self-awareness and self-development, you know, 
And I was already on this path of trying to understand like myself better. You know, I, I wanted to, to start a career where I could experience life and not be subjected to it and have to go in and work and go home and just kind of be miserable, you know? So I started taking these steps to really figure out how to live a more fulfilled life. And I, I think the fact that I was already kind of going in that direction, this was like this missing link I've been waiting for. You know, it, it just resonated with me. It was like that X factor. It was this thing of self-awareness that I could not tap into because I wanted to understand my internal far more than what I did. Cause the external, um, my goals, uh, doing risky stuff, doing adventurous stuff, like the thrill of life, like I love, but the thrill of who I am, I had no idea. Mm. And that's what that kind of sparked for me. Hi, girlfriends. Sorry to interrupt uh, your listening to the episode, but I quickly wanted to jump in and let you know that I have prepared something exciting for you. If you're interested in polarity, femininity, and how to embrace your feminine and how to attract primarily masculine men in your life, this announcement is going to be very useful for you because I'm talking about my signature uh, training. Uh, I'm like, how do I describe this experience? Because it's really an experience, you know. This is a signature training, my one-hour webinar that I've put together. And it honestly, it's it's been through a few iterations in the last two years. But I feel like this is the best yet training of mine that didn't come from, you know, reading two books and three courses and like coming together in a copy-paste thing that I now advise women to do. No, this has come from me, my own lived experience through my dating life and through finding and attracting the masculine men of my dreams and then marrying him and creating a family. This also came, yes, indeed, from a lot of research and learning and courses and coaches and oh my God, you name it. You know, it's been a, it's been a journey of five years for me about that time. And also this has come from my clients. So the previous training, how is this different if you've signed up for another training of mine? which was the lie of female success, by the way. This is different because this is now coming through a distillation of my work one-on-one with women who I've helped get to that place where they're just attracting better men and they start attracting better masculine men and are on their way to actually to a relationship eventually. Not only masculine, but also masculine committed men. So if you are in a situation where you are attracting men that are less than desirable, let's say they're feminine men who don't want to lead, don't want to take charge, and men who are unavailable, then this training is for you. I will have to call all this training, how to start attracting your masculine committed men, basically in 30 days or less. And in this training, I will share with you some of the key things that I've learned throughout this journey that are helping. That's what my work with women is based on. So in this 60-minute training, you'll find the number one reason why you're still single and can't attract a committed masculine men. It's not what you think. How to break through the patterns of attracting unavailable or feminine men, as I said, and find your blind spot so you can attract the men you want. How to master the feminine masculine polarity so you start feeling taken care of, claimed, and finally be able to let go of control and uncover the lie of female success that's keeping you stuck, exhausted, and unfulfilled, which means in masculine energy all the time. So you can start living in freedom and joy and much, much more. So if you're interested, go to girlskill.com slash webinar 
webinar, sign up. And I can't wait for you to see this training and to let me know how it went. And by the way, there's no replays for this. So make sure you select the time that you can show up and be fully present. All right, I'm going to jump off and you continue listening to this episode. So let's dive into what happened next. Have you discovered the thrill of who you are? (laughs) And tell me about that journey and maybe your biggest aha moments. You've had quite a journey in the program, Natalie. Oh my gosh. I had so many aha moments. Like I feel like a little kid learning how to walk. (laughs) Let's see. I think I've been in your program like 11 weeks now, maybe, maybe 12. And I went slow with it. I know you have a 10, 10 week program with five modules, you know, two, two weeks per module, but this was like very intense for me. Like I, I really wanted to go through this slow and and really understand myself because these tools were amazing for me. Mm. I just started module five and being week 11, 12, module five, beginning that I can honestly say I really love myself. I couldn't say that when I started this program and that was worth every dollar and double the amount (laughs) because one thing I remembered was a boyfriend that I really cared about and he broke up with me. And one thing he said when I was younger was, you know, how can I love you if you can't even love yourself? Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking he was full of shit, like, fuck this guy, (laughs) you know, like I love myself. I know who I am. Totally did it, you know? And now I think I'm a fucking blast. Like, I want to hang around me. I think you should <laughs> hang around me. <laughs> I think so too. I am hanging around you. That's why you're See? here. <laughs> <laughs> and I just changed. Like, and it wasn't like I changed into something that I was not. I changed into more of who I always was, but was scared to be or didn't know how to. Mm. Like I, I hated being female and I didn't know that. That was my biggest aha moment. Module two with, how do you, how do you phrase module two? Um, Facing the shadow. Yeah. Limiting beliefs. Yeah. I didn't know I was ashamed for being a woman because of how I grew up and just bad habits and being around, being around the wrong type of men that I gave the power to, you know, that that's on me. And and it wasn't that men are terrible. I just was around the wrong people. And growing up with a father or brother, that I can't control. But, you know, that was ingrained in me in certain aspects with how I grew up. I think right now when you talk about masculinity, like the toxic ma- masculine man, like boys are, are ashamed of being boys, you know. I was ashamed to be female because I associated women as the Achilles heel to all men. Our beauty is evil. Um, I mean, the story of Adam and Eve Mm -hmm. is is the essence of how bad a woman is, right? We cause trouble. Um, My brother and his relationships and and seeing how he treated his girlfriends and he's eight years older than me really made me want to walk with my eyes down and, and never make eye contact with any man, you know? So breaking that and understanding that story and labeling it and, you know, really facing it was very big for me. It, it gave me closure to actually let it go. And, and I didn't even know that story existed. I, I never had a tool to even discover that, that hate towards being a woman. And I feel so terrible saying that because I don't think all women are 
bad either. I, I just felt ashamed for being one. Mm. Even wearing more fitted clothing, like having my breasts have their curvature, you know, like I, I would have, I hated that. I hated the fact that that was something guys looked at, you know, and it, it made me feel ashamed. Mm. And, and I, I can't, I don't know, I can't put words to other than the fact that it, it really messed with me and I didn't understand it. So I was attracting these guys that, that didn't really care, that were uncommitted, that were the bad boys because they were fun and thrilling, but they really didn't care about me. And I was proving myself, you know, mm. the more independent I was, that meant the less they had to be inconvenienced by helping me. Right. So if I was more independent, I wasn't a problem for them so they can just like me and it never worked out that way. And I was like, the more money I made, the the less they would have to care about me, right? Like cater to me or, or be there for me because I provided a significant amount of money and it always worked against me and it was always the wrong guy. And it was not that men are bad. I just was always trapping the wrong men because of my own psyche that I was unaware of. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, some deep <laughs> shit. <laughs> some deep shit in there. Uh, <laughs> and so tell me about, so you said, oh my gosh, there's so many great things you said, you know. I really love myself now. I'm a fucking blast. I love to hang out with myself. And so... How does that feel? The question is like, what has changed within you? And obviously, what does this have to do with with men that you're attracting and in, in relationships? Are you now understanding what your boyfriend told you about? How can I love you if you don't love yourself? Like, how has that yes, changed? I, I wish I knew his number because I give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he'll listen to this podcast and call you up and find you and be like, Natalia, this is me. Have <laughs> you been my last ten years of my life? Um, so, so rephrase the question again. I'm sorry. So I, the let me talk. Let me ask you the first question. How does it feel now? Because you said you know there was hurt, there was pain, there was a void, and you were into the thrill of life that was all external, but the internal thrill of of who you are just wasn't there because you were numbing yourself out, you were distracting. And so now you say, you know, I'm a fucking blast. I love to hang out with myself and I really love myself. How does that feel? How is that different to what you've been experienced before on like a day-to-day -day basis? You know, it feels good. And, 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 it's, and it's not a fake kind of good. It's like a like a hearty laugh from the soul kind of good. You know, like before I used to wake up in the morning and I would eat mad, brushing my teeth, like of everything I did wrong that I could do better, right? And then now like I wake up in the morning brushing my teeth like, oh, fuck yeah, we're, we're going to get this contract today. I'm totally going to get that day that I want to go on with that one guy I think is kind of cute. Like, like this, these are, it's like a different thought process, you know? It's, it's less heavy and more free. In the Facebook group, I, I use the analogy of feeling like I was this this cage animal, this cage bird, and, and the cage was too small. You know, like I, I felt so constricted every single day without knowing why. Um, now I just feel so like airy, and, and it's not in a cocky way. You know, I, I don't walk in a in a room and be like, "Bitches, I'm here." <laughs> like, like I walk in a room. And I feel good about the fact that I take up space and, I, and I'm not apologetic for it. And if someone notices me, then I let them notice me. And if they don't notice me, 
I don't really give a shit because they should notice me. (laughs) You know, and just having that type of fun in every interaction, whether it's at work or with family, my family dynamics has gotten better with my father and my brother. It's just changed, you know, walking to the grocery store. Like now I walk with my head up and I'm like, I wonder who's looking or is, I wonder who I should look at. You know, it's just a lot more free and it it feels liberating. Mm. And it's just like this breath of fresh air. I've, I've been trying to figure out how to take for such a long time. That feels good. Mm. You know, to breathe, it feels good. Yeah. Wow. So beautiful what you're describing. I mean, thanks for sharing that with me because I'm, you know, that has been my experience and it still is my experience. And I was so passionate about, you know, putting a process and a program together for women like you who can also experience that and, you know, uh, get over or get through or break through their own limitations because it's all within us. And I love that metaphor. I was, I was a caged animal and the cage was too small, you know, it's not even so it's not even that you were just a caged animal, but the cage was even too small. You know, you could have been a caged animal. The cage was big, big enough. But for you, it's yeah, it's it's such a such an amazing metaphor. And just watching you go through this process, Natalia, was amazing because I remember our first coaching call when you came up and you were like, what is this stupid shit that I have to do like this feminine flow thing? Like what? You know, and and this is pretty common for women who have always been in their head, you know, who are into like masculine sports a lot before. I know you were playing, was it soccer professionally? So, yeah, it was really interesting. And then just seeing you kind of, you know, unfold and, and unravel in that way and like just reading your posts in the Facebook group, just how you were literally like blooming and blossoming and how you were documenting your journey as, as you go through it. And I'm going to talk about some of those stories and examples that you've experienced. So let's talk about men now, because obviously, you know, Claimed is all about helping single successful women attract committed masculine men or CMMs, how we call them in the program, but also for women in relationships who are looking to change that dynamic. So what are you seeing now? And maybe you can tell us a couple of stories and examples of, you know, how your interactions with men transformed and changed. You know, it's so much different. The concept. So this is the biggest thing, you know, when I was like, oh, my gosh, you want me to get on my hands and knees and do what? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like. I didn't know how to move my body without a definitive reason. Like soccer for me was amazing because it, it gave me this this group of women to to bond to and, and have such strong relationships with. The negative side was I only knew how to move and do things for an ob- objective reason. I, I didn't know how to just be. I didn't know how to fill space just to fill space. I knew how to fill space to get a job done. I knew how to fill space or study because that was the objective for the day, but, but to just have a presence for just what I was and who I am and be comfortable in my own skin never even occurred to me. That was the biggest aha moment was I was not comfortable in my own skin. And it took me a second to get through feminine flow and really like trusting it and getting through how uncomfortable it made me. It wasn't, it wasn't just weird. It was just uncomfortable. <laughs> like It was both. <laughs> yeah. And then 
once I started figuring out and getting more like comfortable with myself, I started attracting guys. Like guys would look at me in the grocery store. And then I noticed they'd like be lingering at the same item on the shelf for like a minute too long. And I'm just like, is he fucking retarded? (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, that was weird. And he, he ended up like saying hi to me. I'm like, oh, that doesn't happen. You know, I think I posted on in the group. I took my car to the mechanic down the street and um, I wore lipstick I wore, and I, I wore like my more fitted clothing. And I, I never do that because I always felt uncomfortable. I didn't want the attention. And it was getting to the point where I just wanted to be and not care. Like, I'm like, screw it. I love this outfit. I love this lipstick. And I'm at this, uh, the mechanic place I go to. And the one guy, he comes out and he's like, Hey, I was the one that took care of your car. And I was like, thank you. He's like, make sure, you know, next time you come, make sure you tell them, you know, that I get it or that he gets it. You know, he gets my car to fix. I'm like, I will. He's like, all right, awesome. I'll see you around. You know, and like, I didn't realize he, he was fixing my car the entire time for the last two years. He's never said anything to me. I I didn't know he was going out of his way to make sure he got my car. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that doesn't happen. Like, what's going on? Um, I I smiled back and I flirted back. Usually I would blush and put my head down. And, and I didn't do that. I didn't want to. I wanted I wanted him to know I liked it. Mm. And then um, a friend, a friend of mine who I've known for two or three years, he's a builder. And I asked him to fix one of my fans. And... Uh, he ended up telling me he's had a crush on me for the last three years. Like the day after I, I started getting comfortable with feminine flow. And I was like, no fucking way. He had a crush on me this entire time. He likes my ass. I think I even posted, I think yeah. I posted that screenshot of him saying he liked my ass. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you like, really? always had a great ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where, where the hell was this three years ago? <laughs> like, my ass hasn't changed. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, it was different because now I was more approachable. Mm. You know, I feel like that freedom, that energy, that I just want to exist made men want to exist in front of me. And it's fun. It's very freeing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not even about being pretty, ugly, fat, thin, athletic. It's just an energy you give off it's people being receptive to it and giving back what you're putting out there it's 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 a different form of law of attraction in my opinion i you can you know more than me but that's how it's starting to make sense and i'm starting to get it now well thank you for those stories they're like i'm loving your screenshots and what you're sharing yesterday you know i don't know if you saw natalia's um sorry alana's post in the facebook group that video where uh, she was sharing have you seen that yeah it was great yeah I was you know I was sitting there how she was playing that recording and we heard I mean obviously this is all confidential I I was looking at Alana and this is what I'm seeing in so many women who are joining the program and she was just like holy moly like has this always been the case like what have I been missing have I been living under a rock all these like 10 years you know (laughs) but for me and I've just been sitting there and I'm like to me, this is so obvious, you know, yeah. this this is so s- simple, really. Like this whole polarity thing and this whole relationships thing, it's it's really easy when you when like when you get it 
and the power that you have as a woman and how much fun you can have in that dynamic, you know, where it doesn't have to be this like super complicated scenario. You're always in your head and like, no, that's not the way to go about this. But when you get it, as you have been describing, it's like, oh my God, I've just been, yeah, you're right. Like this fan guy, he probably like he, I mean, your ass probably hasn't changed much. I mean, maybe you've been exercising a little bit here and there or, you know, but like drastically hasn't changed. And and now you only hear it, you know, and that's what happens when you change your energy, get into your body, you know, uncover those that those stories that were always in your head and in your system, the, that belief system about who women are, who men are, and rewriting those narratives of what relationships are and how all of this works. Because, I mean, we live in a society, like, it's just layers and layers of piled up shit on, on all the women, you know, especially once you get to your level, Natalia, where you're, like, making the money. I mean, obviously, you had a journey, and that journey has been you know, entangled with layers and beliefs and men and media and Netflix and the Me Too movement and all that. So it's like, you know, pushing the restart button. And then when that happens, you're like, you're just starting to notice and giving men chances and opportunities. And as you said, you are approachable. Because before, it's like not not approachable. And I always say, you know, women are cock blocking themselves from everything they want and from the men they want. Like, I live in a world where men are freaking like when I listened to Alana's video, I was like, oh, I got a little hot and excited down there. I'm like, oh, that Australian accent, you know, because she's dating. This. And I remembered like, my, my husband is Aussie. And so, oh, my gosh, like how much fun I was having with men. And that's what it's all about. Instead of like, you're getting into your head and planning everything and then like complaining and all of that is just riding that wave of insecurity, of being totally in your masculine energy in your head, not knowing yourself. But when you're just in it, everything comes out, your love for fashion and your love for mascara and, you know, lipstick and everything changes. So you're not no longer in the cage. The cage isn't, it's not that the cage isn't small anymore. It's it's also, you're, you're not even in the cage because you know, you know, you've taken radical responsibility, what we've talked about, and you just see the world through a completely different lens and like full of opportunity and possibility when it comes to being a woman. Well, you know, it's weird. So that cage or being in the cage and being too small, I created the small cage and I always had the stupid key the entire fucking time. You know, like, and, and that was the, the concept that I think it kind of is mind blowing is people don't realize we control that, mm-hmm. you know, like w- there was the, the biggest aha moment in this year, you might really rise at me, but I remember, um, on the, the, the call that we did, the group call, um, you, you had me approach a situation the way I approach my business contracts. And when you walked me through it that way, I got off the call and I was just like, I am so free and excited and very like curious when it comes to my business that I treat men the complete opposite. It's always a head game. Like I can't cultivate men the way I can cultivate the success in my business because I'm so free and excited with my business. Like nothing's a problem. If shit goes bad, I let it go. It wasn't right for me. I move on. I go to the contracts that want me because I want them. Men, 
I chase the guy that's like five miles down the road running <laughs> running the opposite direction. And I'm like, why don't you like me? <laughs> so have you, you know? got to the bottom of that? Why that? Ha- I remember the call that we did. Yeah. I just believe that I always had to prove myself that that chase, that that unhealthiness was actually love. You know, that, that's all I knew. That's how I grew up learning when it came to relationships, you know, when it came to success in business, I had great sports mentors. I had great teachers that taught me those aspects of life, you know, reaching goal and having fun with it and saying, screw it, goal all in and discovering what can unfold is beautiful. Being fluid with that to me is actually very feminine, even though it's in a masculine area, like to be very like, Let's find out if I have to go left, we'll go left. But I think we're going to go right because I have a gut feeling and you end up going right, you know. But men, it was just, I was taught such a different way. That's the only thing I really knew. And this program kind of took me outside of myself and made me from the outside looking in rather than always being in my head. As simple as the concepts were, I was doing them in my business. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know to apply them with men. Right. That that freedom was non-existent with men. That that ability to to just be and enjoy the moment and be present wasn't there with men. It was always a head game. And your program teaches teaches that. It's like hang on there, you know, take a step back and like you know, look. Look, look what you're doing at yourself. Become more self-aware. And that self-awareness is how I started evolving. I didn't change. I just evolved, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's when things started happening for me. Yeah. It was enlightenment. I like, it was self-enlightenment. That, that's the best way I can describe it. Oh, I love oh. this so much. Oh, Natalia. <laughs> all right. Last question for you. Cause I think, you know, I'm in, I'm in awe of, you taking this process, making it your own and really seeing the transformation um, in you. And I'm just so grateful. That I'm grateful that you said yes. And um, yeah. And, our, so it's, and it, you know, you were such a great example of a woman who, like, I, I love your story. And I love your story because you know, you're not a typical woman who kind of is like have been has been studying feminine energy for a long time, for example, or has been like ultra spiritual or whatever. Like you have a tomboy in you that is still there and you're not like toning it down or trying to go away from it, which I, which I think is one of the biggest fears that women have who, you know, are running businesses or careers and have this activated masculine energy in them. Like the business stuff that you're describing, that is masculine energy in the sense where it's like, screw it, let's do it, Richard Branson, you know, like whatever, take away my virginity, you, you know, it's like, I'm ready to play. <laughs> well, when it comes to like business, but when it comes to relationships and men, you know, that's such an intimate that's why women always, you know, the, the issue is like, well, every, I, che- I ticked all the boxes. What's up with, um, you know, in, with my romantic dynamics? I don't understand. What am I doing wrong? Well, that's because you're approaching it the same way from the same ha- kind of, but in, like in your situation, it's different because in business you aren't playing, but something with the men and your dynamics with men, which my sense is that 
why successful men have a problem with it. First of all, because they're too much in their masculine energy. They are not connected to their own feminine energy and their feminines and their body and the cycles and stuff like that. But it's also because our dynamics with men and dating is such an intimate part of who, you know, that those dynamics tend to uncover such deep, raw, vulnerable parts of ourselves that we do not, a lot of the times we don't have the tools to to look at or to deal with. Um, and so, you know, we, ch- we end up chasing this guy who never liked us in the first place or, you know, attracting these little bitches who, you know, <laughs> like, I'm just comfortable being the man here, but I'm not really happy. And so yeah. to attract a true, you know, a great committed masculine man, you need to crack yourself open and risk in a way, you know, and be ready to let go of control and sit in the uncertainty. Is he going to call? Is he not going to call? I don't even care because I'm amazing and I'm a fucking, what did you say? I'm a fucking blast, you know? And it's like, he's going to lose if he's not in my company. Um, And so to build a relationship that's solid and long-term, that is what's needed from a woman to be completely open to great love, which also opens you up to hurt and failure but because that is really scary for us we don't know how to do it we just don't go there and yeah that's why I say women are cock blocking themselves so when you step on this journey things are opening up for you and I I love that about you Natalie because you're now discovering that part of you that's always been there but just has been kind of like covered in layers of everything else I let the stories define me, you know, and I stayed in them and just letting them go, unlocking my own cage. Um, you know, I, I never, I never thought I was little miss independent where I don't need somebody. It, actually, it's always been the opposite. Like, mm. I don't want to fucking fix my light. Like, I don't want to pay $2,000 just to fix the, the brick on the stuff. No, like I can, I don't want to like, I want my boyfriend to do that. You know, like I get exhausted from stuff, you know, like I want to be taken care of and, and not not because I'm like a helpless person, but like I, I want someone to show whatever love language they have. I, I want them to show me how they love me. And then I had to learn how to change that. You know, I thought doing stuff and being forward and, and being assertive was good. Well, leaning back and like letting a guy step in and giving him those opportunities, like I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And it, and that in itself makes me approachable because they like doing it. Men are great. Like I think men are amazing and I like looking at them, you know, like men are great. <laughs> like they're, they're not, they're not bad. It's just sometimes there's bad people mm-hmm. and that's not a masculine feminine thing. That's just a person mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Let's uh, round it up, uh, Natalia. So for all the women listening who perhaps have been in your shoes, right, before you started the program, struggling with dating, attracting little bitches or attracting men who are like in their toxic masculinity, right, like really struggling, are successful, but don't know what they're doing wrong. What would you tell them and why would you recommend jumping on a discovery call and then enrolling into the program? You know, I would tell them to definitely enroll in the program, to, to really consider it, but to, to take a big breath and really look at your internal before you start blaming all these external reasons why guys don't work out. You know, like if you're ready to take a look at yourself, honestly, 
then this is the perfect program for you because you're learning about yourself. You know, how, how can a guy love you if you don't even know what you love about yourself? How can he value you if you don't even know what you value about yourself? How can he let you be what you want to be when, when you don't know what type of feminine woman you even want to be? If that wasn't even a consideration for you before, you know, if, if you want more out of yourself and out of life, then this is a perfect tool to just understand your internal better and do it. Take the plunge. Do it. Take the plunge. So for everybody listening, girlskill.com slash apply is where you apply for your discovery call. And then the second step would be to book a call. And uh, who knows, you might even be speaking with Becca or someone else on my team, but it doesn't really matter. And then enroll on the call and then we'll see in the program. And Natalia, I'm sure you'll get messages from women be like, I listened to your interview and that's why I'm here. So thank you so much, Natalia. This has been a blast. I'm looking forward. The journey continues, as you know. So I'm looking forward to further supporting you in this and um, watching you just unravel and bloom and further transform. Yeah, no, uh, thank you for giving me permission to to be myself, right? Mm. So I appreciate that a lot. I needed it. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed listening or watching to this episode. And if you did, and if you resonate with most of the things I'm saying, and you want to learn more, and you want to finally start attracting masculine men, I have an invitation for you. So as you know, I am committed and passionate about helping successful women attract and keep committed masculine men. So I have a personal invitation for you. If you're resonating with everything and you're ready to step up and invest in yourself and take things to the next level, I would love, love, love to talk to you and see if you'd be a fit for my work and what I do. And so Basically, what I'm doing is I'm inviting you and it's a personal invitation If you, only if you resonate because I don't work for, with everyone and I'm not here to just, you know, make a quick buck and whatever. I'm here committed to your result and I will make sure that we go until the end and that we get you the result that you want, which is start attracting better men. So I invite you to sign up to actually apply for a free discovery call with me. It's a call that is one hour long. And what we do is we talk about your current situation, where you are today and what's wrong, quote unquote wrong, with your dynamics with men, what you don't like. And then we're going to talk about what you really want and where you want to get. And at the end, if I find that that's a good fit, I'll tell you what I do and I'll offer you to join us and uh, how we could work together. So just to give you a bit of context, this, this experience is all about and what I'm going to offer to only if I find that that's a good fit is about number one, putting yourself in the best position to start attracting committed masculine men and not through tactics and techniques or tips, tricks, whatever, but just by being you and understanding and appreciating men, thus creating a deeper relationship with yourself as a feminine essence woman and attract better committed masculine men. Number two, it's all about letting go of overworking perfectionism and the need to control by overcoming your limiting beliefs 
patterns and obstacles to rediscover your worth and enoughness and rebuilding your faith in your own voice, in your own decisions and exploring your boundaries and so on and so on. Number three, it's all about letting your body lead. Stop overthinking and start trusting your gut and your heart when it comes to making decisions, expanding and embracing your range of emotions, cultivating sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it. And I know if you're here, you understand and you know that the path to your masculine man who's a conscious, healthy man is through you, is through embracing your feminine nature, is through running with the wolves and embracing your wild feminine side and actually gaining power from it. And a healthy masculine man will only be attracted to that if you get to that place yourself. And last but not least, it's all about becoming deeply connected to yourself as a woman. Understand what true femininity is, exploring deeper levels of intimacy, and finally becoming free, lighter, and open embracing basically the feminine side of polarity because again this is what your masculine man wants and it's all about stop living in the masculine energy by pushing doing and choosing all the time and start living enjoy freedom and your wild nature where you can surrender where you can finally let go trust me this is an amazing place to be and it's easy and joyful and it feels natural and feels like a woman so if you resonate go to girlskill.com apply and there's going to be a short survey step one just apply there and then the next step is to schedule a call with me it's going to be an hour we have fun on this call so i hope to see you there and my my calendar is booked for another i mean booked my calendar is open for another week so go ahead and do that if you don't see times that are available for you make sure you email me because i'll always make time for you to make sure that you get your spot all right girlfriend keep running with wolves and i'll see you next week okay bye (laughs) 